The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sometimes you just need an empathetic ear to help you sort out the issues that are happening in your own life. Perhaps a forum of others just like you and guest experts who are helping them and can help you. This is that place. Welcome to Life Happens. Let's talk. Your host is Trina Wines. Fill your cup of coffee this morning and have a seat. What you're going to hear in the next hour is going to be amazing. Now, here is Trina Wines. Well, good morning. Thank you for joining us at Life Happens. Let's talk. My name is Trina Wines. And I would like to put a shout out to my listeners in Ireland. I seem to have quite a few out there. I Maybe it's because I'm half Irish. I don't know. But uh, certainly thank you for listening to the show. I am thrilled by all my listeners, North America and around the globe. I hope that you will find value in this show. Uh, one of the sh- reasons why this show was created is because we all, as human beings, share the experience of having those life happens moments where we are faced or dealing with those unplanned, unpredicted, sometimes you know even unprovoked changes that throw us for a loop or knock us to our knees. And we all, you know, after that moment, and it's generally involving a loss, there is always, there needs to be recovery. And recovery is not easy, not even knowing the first step of how to deal with a situation that, you know, fell apart right there in front of you. So this is what this show is about. It's helping support those that are dealing with those situations by having guests who have gone through those life happen moments and how they recovered and the lessons that they learned through those experiences. But also, too, by the guests that I have on the show that support people that are going through those situations as well. My guests are bring so much value to the show, uh, both that are either have gone through those experiences, but also those that support I and my husband, we travel quite often, and we're also both social workers, so we are very interested in people, just generally, and people, not just what we see at face value or just see what is in front of us, but we want to know people deeper and hear their story, and quite often we will, you know, pull up at, uh, when we're traveling, pull up maybe at one of those uh, a lounge or something and visit with the people that are either sit beside us or with the bartender. And it's just always so interesting in hearing people's stories. So please, I was encourage you and urge you to reach out to people and hear their stories and hear their background and their history because it will truly open your eyes to the world. 
So today, we're going to talk about creating real value and satisfaction in your life by opening the line of sight and appreciating what is good in your life. I would also encourage you to visit my website at www.trinawines, that's T-R-E-E-N-A, wines, W-Y-N-E-S, dot C-A. I have blogs and resources there as well as online counseling, and I hope that you will look into some of those resources because you might find something that will be relevant to you or just even entertaining. Sometimes I just like to blog about some life experiences or or things that I have uh, ran into that day that really has sparked a story or a blog. So today's show is I have a guest today and the topic is focused on the 90%. Now, I don't want to say or I'm not going to say that this show is a be happy or a think positive kind of show. It is so much more than that. Oftentimes, I find that we are a prisoner of our own expectations or we're directing our energy into things that are either unnecessary or untrue. So I hope that if you are one of those people that are not really seeing the, the light in your life, I hope after this show that you will start recognizing and acknowledging that there are good things in your life today. So today our guest is Darcy Lang, bestseller of Focus on the 90%, who has been teaching and spreading her message to thousands of people across North America. I have personally seen her twice at conferences, and she is absolutely uplifting and amazing. So, good morning, Darcy. Good morning, Trina. What a wonderful setup. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's just, I I know you're just going to just take off with this show, and you're just going to be absolutely amazing, because like I said, I have seen you twice, and after you leave, yeah, you just are all jacked up, just ready to say, you know, you're saying to yourself, you know what, I am going to change the way I see things. And I, yeah, it'll certainly brought more satisfaction to my life. So thank you for that. Well, thank you for having me, Trina. I'm very grateful. So Darcy, uh, I know that in your book, so I've, I've read your book twice already and again like I said I don't know if it's about the twos but uh, I guess maybe you know you you just need a refresher sometimes and then here I bring you on to my show so that's how much you have really uh, your message has connected to me and I know it will to others great so on the show uh, I know that we uh, talk about you know the things that in your life that you know aren't going the way that we want or there's things that we desire and it seems that we tend to focus more on what we want than actually maybe pursuing them or seeing them or seeing the opportunities and possibilities in our life we may also be directing you know our energy elsewhere or you know have some lot of negative energy or some gloominess hanging over us so can you you know give us just an introduction here of how where do we where do we start where do we start to change and shift our mindset you bet so in this introduction trina what i'll do is i'll explain a little more about focus on the 90 percent 
and how the concept of that and how that's changed my life. So I believe that we hold this big magnifying glass out in front of us in our lives, and we have a choice what we focus it on. Obviously, the 90%, the positive aspects of our life, or we can choose to focus on the not-so-positive 10% that we all have. So what uh, this one tool, like, again, we don't see one speaker and we're levitated and leave the room changed forever, but I always say it's one more tool for your personal development toolbox. Because I think we should build our toolbox full of tools so that at different parts of our life we can pull out the tool that will help us the most. So this idea is that we have a choice. So we take this magnifying glass out and look at our life and challenge ourselves, the woman and the man in the mirror, what do I focus on and what do I talk about? What are the words that I use? So my hope in our time together, Trina, is to ask your your listening audience, what do they focus on in different areas of our life? Because I, I love your setup. Don't worry, this isn't a be happy, think positive seminar. Because I think we leave the be happy, think positive seminars with ways and habits and ideas. And, and everybody's motivated to like at least the car ride home from the conference, right? Yeah. Because I think they go mm-hmm. in here, all these great habits and ways on how to be happy and think positive, And then they go back to their enormous life and say, I don't have time to do it on my desk. I don't have time to deal with the people around me, and I sure as heck don't have time to deal with my own family, much less, less add seven ways to do it. So my hope was, is if it was one simple idea that we hold this magnifying glass out in front of us and we have a choice what we focus it on, that it would be something that would stick. And then they would read the book twice, and they would attend the seminar twice. That's the hope, Trina, Right. And then if you saw me in line at the grocery store, you'd yell, hey, magnifying glass lady, perfect. (laughs) All I need is that you remembered the, the idea. So what I'd like to do in our time together today is challenge your, your listening audience on what do they focus on in, in other, all the areas of their life. And of course, in the time we have, I'll cover three, but I would like them to ask the question, what are they focusing on? First, I'd like to ask at work, because our workplace, our calling, our mission, what we do all day is a big part of who we become. So I'd like to challenge your your group on what do they focus on in in their job, their work, their business, their calling. Secondly, I'd like to ask them what do they focus on with the people around them, because the people around you can be your 10%. You can love what you do. You can love your neighborhood. You can love your church. You can love your volunteer group. But it's the one or two in the group that tend to, you know, the 10% people that drag the group down. So my hope is to remind them of the 90% there. And then in wrapping up your show today, Trina, I'd like to ask your, your audience again, what do they focus on in their own personal family life? So it's one idea, but how it applies to your job, how it applies to your people around you at work and in your community, and, and then thirdly and certainly not last, but what do you focus on in your own personal family life? One idea. So that's what I'd like to do in our time today. And you know what? That the one idea, and that really simplifies it. But it, but it whole has such like a punch to it, and really is is empowering. So, wh- how did you get to where you came to focus on the ninety percent? Like, how did that sort of? It's because really, when I think about, it, I think of it as a tagline only because of the you know the business that I'm in, and and it's you as you as you an entrepreneur as yourself. Um, so, because it really is it, and the magnifying glass. Like, how did you come up with that? Because that really was brilliant. Well, 
Thank you, Trina. This is my 24th year. I'm 48 years old, so I've been a speaker half my life. And at 24 years old, I bought three companies, which is a whole other show. But I, I was very blessed to have great opportunity back then. And I was given a book by my father called Attitude is Your Most Priceless Possession. And in this book, it's just a small book. It's not even on the market anymore. It came up with, it, it had in the, uh, many, many ideas of the book, this one idea that you hold a magnifying glass out in front of you. And you know those aha moments. That became a moment for me that I thought, okay, that's an excellent tool, again, for my personal development toolbox. So I came up with a 90-10 ratio. Just to add to your be happy, think positive, Trina, I actually started speaking to young people about believing in themselves, and I actually started speaking on 97.3, and people told me I was too darn happy. <laughs> so I changed it to 90-10, because we all know the 80-20 you know, ratio, yes. so I thought, yes. I, and I'm far more optimistic than that, so I came up with 90-10, because I needed something people would remember, because again, I didn't want them leaving like, oh, she was great, but I have no idea what she said. So that was really my catalyst for coming up with this idea of holding a magnifying glass in front of me. And then my bank manager asked me to speak 24 years ago to his staff, and poof, here I am, Trina. Because you know, life goes in different paths than you thought sometimes. That, it, thank you, Darcy. What And, you know, I'm so excited that you have brought this this message to us. So, and again, from comes from your personal life. Somebody recognizes your attitude, the things that you have learned from, you know, your father, and then look at you today. You know, you're, you're spreading this amazing message to the world. So, thank you for sharing that, and we're going to hear more from you after commercial. So, hang on, listeners. We'll be back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. This is Life Happens. Let's talk. Would you like to join into today's conversation? We invite you to call in to share your story, ask a question, or add a comment. Please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email to Trina, her email address is trina at trinawines.ca. Now, back to Life Happens. Let's talk. Well, welcome back to Life Happens, Let's Talk. My name is Trina Wines, and our guest today is Darcy Lang. So, Darcy, before we had went into commercial, commercial, you had spoke about you where your employer had asked you to speak at your workplace, and then it just seemed to have gone down the path where you started speaking to other workplaces, and then it just blossomed into where you're now you're doing conferences and you're doing big corporations, and so obviously you were recognized as somebody who really brings a lot of good energy to the workplace. So we want to talk about the workplace. So let's let's talk about that. Great. So, yes, exactly. My bank manager who hired me the first time would say to me, you come into the bank and you always seem so happy and not delusionally happy, but genuinely happy. So I always thought that was so funny. And he would say, tell me what your, your secret is. What's your trick? And I love names, Trina, so I would remember the staff name, and he really liked that. So I explained to him that when we show up at our job or our workplace, we have a choice how we see that job. And I believe two things. We show up and we see that job and we talk about that job from the place of gratitude and then we also need to make sure that we're not focusing on things we can't control. So let's talk, I'll, I'll dig into that a little bit deeper. So when I get to my work, again, 24 years of being a motivational speaker, traveling every week, I have 10%. Of course, every, there's not an audience in 24 years, Trina, I've stood in front of that do not have some part of the job they do not like. I have stood in front of people who you think would have a dream job with no problems. Everybody has problems. Everybody has something they don't like. People, as you alluded to in the beginning of your setup here, people deal with epic change and unplanned changes, things that knock you to your knees, the loss in a job. There's all kinds of things that happen. I literally stand in front of people, Trina, I don't know how they get to work every day with all the challenge and change that they have. But there's also still good in that job. And we can get so sucked into talking about meeting over, obsessing over the 10%, that it's very rare in a company that we have 90% meetings. And I think we need to stop the train of change and stress and chaos in our companies, stop that and say, okay, it is what it is. So this is the change, this is the stress that we're all feeling right now, but what is still good? And start having some 90% meetings. Start celebrating strengths. Start celebrating what we have accomplished and what has gone well, even in a very stressful time, if there's change or job loss or whatever. People need to take the time to do that, Trina, because it, we get so easily bogged down with what isn't working. So I highly recommend that, that we as entrepreneurs, we as leaders need to take time to tell people that they're good enough in a time that is sometimes making them feel like they're not. Then I challenge people to change the way they tell the story. Before I speak, I actually interview my audience. 
uh, Trina, I'm sure you do some of that too, where I go in and I ask the actual audience about their job, about how people are getting along, and most importantly, how happy they are when at the end of the day, what do they have left for their family? Thousands and thousands of people a year tell me what they think of their job. And what's so interesting to us is that the things that people talk about the things they don't like and their stresses, again, are things they have no control over. So talking about things you have no control over, your 10%, is like talking about the weather. And nothing will drain the soul of a company more than to have people sitting around telling the story at their workplace and in their own home about the 10%, when if you really dissect what you complain about, you have no control over it. Every week so, I can I have ten percent lost luggage, so, canceled fl- flights. I've been storm stays. I've had to travel all night. But w- those are things I have no control over, Trina. So why would I talk about those things when my family says, "How was your trip?" I say it was great because they don't care. What they care about is that I picked a job that I knew would have these ten percent. I knew these problems would happen to me at some point in my traveling career. So why am I talking about them? Because it's a habit to complain. So I think we should make it a habit to focus on the 90% and talk about the things we like so that more people get to hear about the positive aspects of our job. May I share another idea, Trina? Well, just before that, because that really, I'm thinking about a story or a friend just recently, and I guess maybe it was because I knew you were coming on, had told me that her husband after work comes and complains about the same thing over and over and over. And finally, she had said to him, look, if you're not willing to change it or you can't change it, you only get 10 minutes to complain about it, and that is it. And that, and she says, after that, that totally changed, you know, how he came home and, and uh, how the night went. Because she said, you're, put, you're putting so much energy, it, it's now carrying into a, a, your personal life or, where you should be enjoying your time away from work. Oh, agreed, agreed. And in my book, Trina, that I know you've read twice, I have the three times complain rule. Because to, to add to what I said, complaining is important. Like, I'm not saying I don't talk about those things, but it's not the first thing that my family hears about when I come home at the end of the day. So I have a three-times complain rule, because I know people who don't complain, who, you know, grew up at dinner tables where they weren't taught to do that, so they drown, drug, drink, shop, Facebook their problems away. So I think complaining is important. It's important to be able to talk to management and your coworkers about how you feel about these 10% that are happening in your company. But then after three times, that's enough. And in our company, we call it lay that sucker out. It's kind of our funny words for we lay the problem out in the table and we say, okay, we've complained about the same thing three times. What are we going to do to fix it? Because I have spoken companies 5, 10, 15 years later, and they're still talking about the same problems. Like at some point you have to lay that out and say, okay, so this is our current reality. This is our new normal. It is what it is. What do we need to do as a company to move forward in a positive way and stop talking about the same thing over and over again? The 10-minute rule, perfect. It's wonderful. And I think the other thing that I would challenge your, your friend's husband to do is really change the words. Another thing I do when I interview them, Trina, is I will ask my audience members, what if I met you at a barbecue? 
Or what if I met you and we pull, I pulled up a lawn chair and I said, what do you do? And if at that barbecue I asked you, do you like what you do? What you say at a barbecue and your own dinner table to your family at the end of the night is exactly how you feel about what you do. And I know people who complain about their job, Trina, who actually like their job. So I say, why are you complaining? And they say, I don't know, it's kind of what we do there. Like it became a habit. So Mm -hmm. I really recommend that we watch our words. I never talk about how busy I am. No one cares how busy we are. I'm grateful to be busy. Busy is a blessing, Trina, and in our line of work, if I'm not busy, I'm not working, right? So busy is a blessing. So you're never Mm going to hear I'm busy. You're never going to hear I'm crazy. You're never going to hear all those negative words. When you ask me how is work, I say I'm totally blessed. So I replace how busy, 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 and stressed out and overwhelmed I am with how blessed and grateful I am for my job. Because nothing attracts people to you more, and I'm sure that went back to 24 years ago why the bank manager said, could you please speak to my staff, Nothing attracts people to you more to be grateful. My license plates actually say thankful because I'm really grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my life. And that's how maybe this is the be happy, think positive part, Trina, but I literally wake up grateful. I'm healthy enough while well, I have a cold, but that's 90-10. But I'm grateful <laughs> to be healthy enough to go do my job. I missed my one engagement in 24 years. I'm grateful to travel. I'm grateful to have this this wonderful career. That's where I think we should start talking about it. Well, thank you for sharing that, Darcy. Well, now we're going to go into another commercial break. And then, you know what we're going to do? I think we're going to do the next one. We're going to talk about relationships. So we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated. Hear about success stories and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
This is Life Happens, Let's Talk. Would you like to join in to today's conversation? We invite you to call in to share your story, ask a question, or add a comment. Please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email to Trina, her email address is trina at trinawines.ca. Now, back to Life Happens, Let's Talk. So welcome back to Life Happens. Let's talk. My name is Trina Wines, and today our guest is Darcy Lang, bestseller of Focus on the 90%. Now, when uh, Darcy had left, we talked about the workplace, and what I'd like to speak about is about relationships. Now, Darcy, we know that in life, how valuable relationships are to us, like in regards to connecting with people and there's people that draw people to them and people in the world that push people away you know not maybe intentionally but because of the energy that they put out so let's talk about that you bet so again I'll take that same magnifying glass so I'm in my workplace changing the story talking about my job from that 90% place so I literally take that same magnifying glass Trina and I see other people through my 90% lens. You know, this kind of empathetic, sympathetic, understanding, magnifying glass. Not the 10% judgmental, racist, prejudice, labeling, magnifying glass. And I can tell you, Trina, it has transformed how I connect with people. It has transformed me as a leader. Because as you said, it, when you were setting up the, the program here today, you talked about how you and your husband, Ken, love to go and sit in the lounge and meet people and hear their story. I am amazed at people's story. People are good. Yes, there's terrible, evil, horrible people in the world. Of course, Trina. But for the most part, people are good. So I've learned to look past the behavior, the 10% of people, to the soul of people and wonder why do they act the way that they act. And literally, it is, again, transformed how I see them. Because everybody has a story. Everybody comes from something. But my challenge to people is, what did you do with your 10%? Because if we take that same three times complain rule, and we complain about the things that didn't go well in our childhood, that haven't gone well in our life, then we need to lay that out and do something different. Because some of us, some people, have been telling the story of their life from the 10% lens for a very, very long time, and it's time to lay that out, do something different, because nothing in your life will change unless you change the man and the woman in the mirror. And something profound happens, I find, Trina, with people, and I'm sure you do, being an observer of people, is when we take the time to look in the mirror and look after our own 10%, again, people deal with huge lives with depression, addiction, you know, they deal with all kinds of family challenges, financial challenges, you know, teenage challenges. When we deal with the things that are happening in our life, we get ourselves, again, the man and the woman in the mirror, to see ourselves in our life through our 90% lens, then we can start to see other people through the 90% lens. I see the happiest people that I meet in a year, and I'm blessed to meet many, have been to hell and back, Trina. Mm -hmm. Because for those of us, you and I, who've been to hell and back, we come back into the world a little shinier, a little more positive, and we, we like people more because we know 
that people are acting the way they're acting from a place of depletion. Now, Trina, you were going to tell me a story about your husband. Oh, yes. So when we're on holidays... And my husband's generally always in a good mood, and he and he's one of those positive, shiny people that uh, you know bring that light up a room. So when we jump into a cab, he always again is interested in you know people's stories and and their history, and so he's constantly asking questions. So how long have you lived here? You know what what are some good places around here? And I can generally always sense the energy immediately of, of somebody as well in, in the cabbies that we um, we jump into their cabs and I could right away you know sense that this person is not going to probably appreciate my husband's sunniness because he is for some reason today not in a good place or maybe he doesn't uh, like his job but you know my husband is oblivious to that and he'll deal he'll just keep going on and on and on and on and uh, that generally doesn't bother him, or and or he wants to maybe even pick up maybe hopefully their their mood. But it is interesting how that you know when we we do this when we are taking cabs, ninety percent of them generally are very happy, positive people that are more than willing to share their story or the information they have about the the town that or city that we're visiting. But uh, then, then there's you know the ten percent that uh, just want you know their customers just to come in and out you bet well and that's what i uh ken and i are the same people and one thing i'll add to that i love that because i once what i find trina is once you get people talking about their families their culture i've learned more great recipes from taxi drivers than i have from anyone in my life so and I have left my my luggage in taxis, cars all day, and they brought it back for me. Like I love people, and I I trust people, and I care about people. And because why would I be in this line of work if I didn't feel that way about people? And if we feel, believe in the law of attraction, I think people are innately good. But of course, there's ten percent. And I'll add to what Ken and I do. I love. Again, I love people. And when people say to me, I'm not much of a people person, I say, don't serve them for a living then because it's going to be really tough. But I come from a place of wanting to hear the story, wanting to come to a better understanding, seeing you through my 90% lens so that I can find what unites us, what connects us, what are our strengths, not what differentiates us. But I have to come to that from a place of genuine Trina. I say that I dial my enthusiasm up and down all the time to meet people where they're at because I nauseate a a percentage of the population. (laughs) So I have to make sure that for me to have a genuine connect with people, that I dial it way down and meet them at a genuine level. And years and years ago, I'm again, I'm 48. So when I was 18, I started in a job that I ended up buying. And in that job, I met a man on my uh, my first year, 18 years old, who ran a menswear store. And he was my idol because this man was a third-generation menswear store owner. He knew everyone's name. He knew their life problems. He knew their measurements. He was, he was amazing. And I would watch him and, and ask, Walter, how do you do that? Like, how do you get to the point where you could remember everyone's name and remember so much about them? And he said, I'll teach you. And I was young and impressionable. I couldn't wait, Trina, to hear his words of wisdom. And he said, I care. And I remember driving home at 18 thinking, well, that's stupid. But I realized many, many years later, it's been the foundation of my life. 
to be able to care enough about people to actually want to learn their culture and where they're from and to sit in that taxi and really give off that energy. But I'm not just doing this so you think I'm a nice person. I'm doing this because I really care about who you are, and I want to leave this interaction with you feeling better about yourself than when I sat down. And that's my goal. So I think it's important people take that magnifying glass, Trina, see their job, tell the story from the place that that works, but then go and out into the world and stop judging and labeling and gossiping about people. Tell you know the true story of why they act the way they act. I was raised by my dad the first few years of my life, Trina. My dad is my hero. And my father taught us not to judge unless we were willing to help. And my father would walk our last 20 to the foster family next door. So I grew up with a really cool foundation of people who cared about other people, and that is, for me, the 90%. But I teach my, I have teenagers, and I teach my children to go out into the world and be a caring, compassionate people, person, learn about why people act the way that they act. But I've learned, Trina, that no matter how much I love them, and I love them, somebody doesn't like me. And I've learned that my teenagers have had to learn that being nice isn't always the most regarded trait. But you know what I teach my, ch- my teenagers? Build your armor. Go out into the world and be kind anyway and understand that there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like you. And get rid of all the belief systems, Trina, we women and men grew up with, that women had to make everybody happy, we had to give 110%, and we had to suck it up. We didn't. We just have to go be kind and nice in the world and understand that no matter how much we see them with empathy, there's going to be somebody who doesn't. There's always going to be a 10% person in our life, and we have to really dig at why is that still bothering us? Why isn't 90% good enough? Yeah, no, that, Darcy, you just hit that bang on. And, yeah, like you, you know, as as human beings, you're going to realize that not everybody in the world is going to respond to you the way that, you you know, you hope that they'll respond to you. And I, I have, uh, you know, there are people in the world that sometimes give up so much power towards that, trying to maybe people please or, or want to get everybody to like them. And, and sometimes people just aren't going to connect with you. But it, that still doesn't mean that you can't, you know, still be respectful or still see that, you know, that part of them that, you know, will bring value to your life. And also, too, you have to value yourself and understand that, you know, there is a lot of good in your in yourself and, um, you know, that you don't have to always, you know, make generally everybody happy, but just be the best person you can be. So exactly. what we're going to do, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to into another commercial break and we'll come back and we're going to talk about family. So hang on. We'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at voiceamericaempowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Life Happens. Let's talk. Would you like to join in to today's conversation? We invite you to call in to share your story, ask a question, or add a comment. Please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email to Trina, her email address is trina at trinawines.ca. Now, back to Life Happens. Let's talk. So... Thank you for joining us again at Life Happens Let's Talk. My name is Trina Wines, and today our guest is Darcy Lang, author of Focus on the 90%. So we talked about the workplace, we talked about relationships, and I'd like to talk about family. Uh, but anything else, Darcy, you know, you, you take on, you, are, you, you do your thing, and uh, yeah, continue on. Okay, great. Well, I'll just segue right into family. When we, what we focus on in the day, I believe goes home, like your friend who's talking to her husband about the 10-minute rule, what we focus on in the day comes home with us at the end of the day. And I believe the degree to which I talked about the story that I told of the 90% of my day or whether or not I am depleted and worn out or I have something left for my family. So again, just to recap, in our job, I try not to sit on planes and drive home from my engagements thinking about only the 10%. I think about the 90 so that when I come in the door, I can tell the story of, of my job from that place. And then, again, at work, when people complain about the 10% at work and the 10% with the people that they work with, it's usually only one or two. And so I have a girlfriend who leads people and has one employee that is so incredibly challenging And all she ever talks about is the one employee. So I say to her, why don't I ever hear stories about all the great people that you lead? And have you taken the time to see that person through the 90% lens to dig at why do they act the way that they act? Because, again, I'm going to say this. How we what we focus on on the man and the woman in the mirror, and the work we do on why does it bother us so much when someone doesn't like us, will be what we have left for our families at the end of the day. And this applies to clients too. We can have one or two clients in a day, Trina, and my friends will say, "Oh, they ruined my day." What? Well, you had ninety percent clients. You had a hundred great customers, and you had one that wasn't. What? How do they have the power to ruin your day? 
So I think we really need to get our hides thick enough to be able to do what we do, knowing there is going to be 10% people and 10% situations, and just go rock it and be proud of who we are and go home with something left. So let's talk about our family. So I take that magnifying glass, see my job through it, I see the other people around me at work, coworkers, clients, etc., through that lens, and then I take that same magnifying glass and I come home and I see my family through my 90% magnifying glass. Because I have been guilty, Trina, of going on the road, giving my audience members the absolute best of me, and then coming home a tired, depleted version of me and yelling at my family at the end of the day. Well, and can you know what my family says to me when I yell at them at the end of the day, Trina? Quite the motivational speaker. So they think it's, you know, kind of contradictory. Mm-hmm. So you just went out into the world, told everybody to be happy, and now you're coming home a completely different woman. Hmm, good point. So if I live my three times complain rule, my family will only hear me complain three times before they'll say to me, lay that sucker out. Good point. So I stopped doing that, Trina, because going out into the world, being proud of what I did, sharing a positive message, and then coming home and, you know, guns a-blazing, telling everybody how I feel about how messy the house is at the end of the day, didn't really jive with what I just preached. So we came up with it in our family. We have the doorknob theory, and the doorknob theory in our house is we put our hand on the door, and we do not come in until we're positive. And even my teenagers are forced to go back out and come back in because I've taught my family the world is far from perfect. We do not have a perfect family. Our family needs boats of healing often. We do not have a perfect family. The world is not perfect, but we have a choice when we come in the door at the end of the day whether we see each other and this home through a 10% lens or through a 90% lens. So what I do now is I come and I drive and I fly home. I put my hand on the doorknob and I do not go in until I'm positive. And all of a I'm in the garage for like a half an hour getting positive, right? But I stand there thinking about, well, I have a well to draw from to give my audiences the best of me no matter what, Trina. Cold, sick, whatever. I go and I have to go so I give them the best of me. So where does that well to draw from go when I come home to my family, why would I use that up and then have nothing left? So standing at the door gives me that time to think about my 90%. Rather than imagining my messy house and backpacks on the floor and rotting lunch kits, I, I stop doing that. And now I think about my 90%. I have a husband who supports my career. I have two awesome teenagers. Our family's been to hell and back, and we've survived a lot. You know, I have a beautiful home. I have two cars in the driveway. I have my health. And I start thinking about those 90% before I come in the door. And it transforms the evening. Because we, we find the first 10 minutes set the tone. And again, how I come in the door sets the tone for the entire evening. Now people are scattering. Nobody wants to do anything with you. So I stopped doing that because I wanted the memory of my ch- children the memory of my work for my children, to be something I did I was proud of. I told the story of from the 90% place, but then I came home and I had something left for them because that's what I want my teenagers to do, Trina. I want them to go have a job that doesn't suck the life out of them so that they have something left for the people that they love. 
So I better model that. And with teenagers, you better model what you're asking them to do because they will call you on it right now. So that, I come in, and I see them through the 90% lens. And just those first 10 minutes of engaging and finding out how their day was transformed my family. Yeah, no, and that really is a powerful message. And, and you know, because our families or family members, I mean, we generally love each other unconditionally. So we tend to, you know, treat them differently than, than other people in the world or, or, you know, maybe having the expectation that, you know, they need to suck it up and, and deal with my mood or, or, you know, my spouting negativity of the day. But uh, you're right, you what what really is that doing to them? It's just making them maybe not want to spend the rest of the evening with you. So, right. You know, and yeah. where did we learn that? What, what, where did we learn that was okay behavior? I'm all about belief systems and all about peeling back the layers of what we learned, wondering is some of it wrong? But, you know, did we learn a message at our own dinner table as children with our father showing up as a heap at the dinner table that that was normal behavior? I'm 48. I'm still unpackaging what I learned and wondering if some of it wrong. And would I do it differently so that my, my teenagers learned a different message? And this isn't a, a guilt trip, Trina. I don't care if our kids are 2, 12, 22, 42. I don't care. It's never too late to do your life differently. I've watched people change their life midlife and change it for the better. You and I share stories, Trina, of no regrets with our parents passing yeah. away. Mm-hmm. I, this is a no regrets message. It's not too late to do it differently. So if you go home and tell your family, I don't care what family represents to you. I know I'm married with children. Not everybody has that family dynamic. But whatever family at your dinner table or external family that you visit at Thanksgiving looks like, we have a choice how we show up there. And it's never too late. If you tell them you're going to show up in a more positive way, they will call you on it, Trina. Trust me, mm-hmm. if I come home cranky, my family will say, oh, 90%. Okay, 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 right. So I think it's important we're accountable to the people that we love. We learn that we can dump on the people we love. What? Where did we learn that was normal? It's not normal behavior. People want to be told they're good enough at home, too. Because if I nag my husband, he'll say, really? Because I did all this other stuff when you were away. And you're looking at the one thing I didn't do. Why would I do anything? It's never good enough. Hmm. Pretty humble message. 90% is good enough. And they need to come home and tell them that they're good. And I'm grateful for all they did. Even if it's not perfect, Rita. Yeah, no, and I, and I learned that uh, maybe, you know, I still need to practice it, but I have learned over the years, like with my husband is that, you know, he may not clean or do the dishes or whatever it is the way I would. But you know what? They're done. They're done, and now I don't have to do them. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you just got to, yeah, just appreciate exactly. it. Thank you. And move on. Yeah. And right. the only time I do that, Trina, the only time that I am ever negative and nag people is when I'm tired and depleted. So when I'm not seeing my life through a 90% lens and I'm not working on the woman in the mirror to make sure she's rested, nourished, and taken care of, those are the times that I do that. So that is always a wake-up call for me to say, it all starts with you. It all starts with you. That's how I open my book. It's how it's, it all starts with you, the man and the woman in the mirror. We can't change people, and if we could, I'd be retired by now. But we can change how we view the world and the people around us, 
And when you change the woman in the mirror, your life changes. No change will take place in your life until you change things about yourself. Yeah, so what I, you know, listening this past hour from you, you know, what I'm hearing is that life is 10% and 90%, well, life, life happens is 10% and 90% is how you respond to that. So, Darcy, if uh, you want to, you, you know, in one minute, how would what what is the the what you want to leave people with? So, when they're driving to work, or they walk in their workplace, or they walk into their house, that it is stuck with them for the rest of the day. Well, again, I opened with saying I wanted to add a tool to your personal development toolbox. So, I've added a magnifying glass, and I'd like to be able to people to be able to pull that magnifying glass out and just take a minute to say, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling stressed at work with this person, with my family. Let me take a minute to focus on what is good. Let's talk about our job that way, let's talk about the people around us that way, and let's go home and give our family something good at the end of the day. So I think in summarizing, my hope was, please just take that magnifying glass out and ask, have I talked about anything positive today? Have I said anything grateful? Have I told any, have they talked about how grateful I am? Have I told anybody around me that I appreciate them? And have I told anybody at home that I love them and I appreciate them? And raising teenagers, sometimes we forget to tell them they're still really great kids despite the 10% days. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Darcy, for being on my show today. Uh, I knew that you were going to just absolutely be amazing. I, like I said, I've, I've heard you t- twice and again now. And, uh, you know, really, it is such a wonderful message and um, just a teaching tool that, again, we all need to view our lives differently and once we do that when we we see the good things in our life then it does look lighter and brighter and shinier so thank you darcy and uh all the best to you for spreading that word to thousands more people thank you trina i'm so so grateful well today at Life Happens, Let's Talk, we spoke with Darcy Lang, bestseller of Focus on the 90%. You can find her book and also her website, www.darcylang.com. So next week, please join us for Life Happens, Let's Talk. And our topic next week is going to be about death and uh, really how um, we, we need to recover from lost ones, and uh, what we, how we can view life differently. So please join us next week and have a wonderful, wonderful week and especially a wonderful life. Take care. Thank you for joining us this week for Life Happens, Let's Talk. Please join Trina Wines again next Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We've made this week just a bit easier. How about coming back next week? We'll see you right here.